0: Hey, guys and gals and all in-betweens. Uh, it's Phil here, the host of PH5. Uh, what's going on? What? Um, I thought you said you weren't doing an episode for July. Well, I'm not, okay? I'm not. Because uh, July's releases were honestly pretty bad. In fact, I can, I can quickly just give you a rundown of the records worth listening to from that month right now. Uh, Favorite was probably the George Clanton album Urapaya Good stuff Uh, The Agriculture self-titled That was a lot of fun Um, New Oxbow record You know, they're a classic Can't be denied Uh, And other than that, it was trash Uh, Travis Scott released his fucking garbage album Um, Yeah, I mean, that was it I didn't feel like sitting here and pretending to really, really care for an hour, you know, making up, uh, you know, like pretending like I, I, I really, really wanted to talk about uh, music from that month, because I didn't, it's pretty bad. Uh, but instead, I, uh, I wanted to do something a little different. You know, this year of PH5 has been all kind of straight shooting um standard episodes standard format basically every single episode that's come out this year and since i didn't really have any music to talk about from july uh i still wanted to record something because i had a very special experience last weekend um not not the weekend just passed but uh the august What's that long weekend even called? I don't know. The the August long weekend. The first weekend of August. Uh, And that was What's called New Friends Festival here in Toronto? It's essentially a screamo festival three days long Uh, It's been going on for a few years, but this was my first time actually attending the festival Uh, I remember back in like January or something like that when the lineup dropped I immediately got a ticket The whole weekend was only like a hundred bucks or something like that for three days. So, I mean, even if I didn't know any of the bands, I still probably would have gone for it. Because like 30 bands at a hundred bucks, you kind of can't beat that. Um, But lots of amazing acts that uh, I just had to see. So, uh, I've been really looking forward to this festival all year and came and it did not disappoint whatsoever. Uh, it was honestly one of my favorite weekends of the entire year. Um, so I went with kind of a different person on each day or met up with different groups of people on each day. I went all three days, which was, uh, you know, a, a testament to my testament to my willpower and strength. Um, but it, it was it was challenging. But the third day was uh, a feeling pretty rough. And uh, I thought, just a few days ago, you know what? I should actually. I think this was a. Uh, it's been Bob's idea, or I, I kind of chatted about it with Bob. Um, doing an episode about the festival and about uh, my experiences and the uh, the people that I went with experiences over the course of the three days, because it was a it was a really really special time, and you know it, it's kind of. Uh, You know, a little bit poignant, I guess, because a huge theme I'd say for PH5 this year has been me kind of reconnecting and and really just developing and nurturing my love for hardcore. And this wasn't necessarily hardcore as much as it was uh, screamo, you know, which which has a lot of the same kind of. Sounds and influences and whatnot, uh, but a lot of things that I love about hardcore are can be found in screamo and were certainly found at this festival. So this episode of PH Five, um, I talk with three of my favorite people in the world, three people that I attended each day separately over the course of the weekend, just to kind of gauge their experience and, and, and what they took away from the festival. Um, so I chatted with uh, Bob McCulley, who is a PH5 veteran at this point. Other than me, he's probably the person that's been on the show the most. Uh, my good friend Veronica Gorlova, I know I'm saying her name per, uh, appropriately now because I confirmed that in our little chat, uh, who's a great friend of mine um, over the past decade. And, uh, flew out all the way from Vancouver to attend the show. Just kidding. She just kind of happened to be here when it was happening. And lastly, uh... Well, I haven't actually done his interview yet, so uh, if I butcher his name, um, that's my bad. But, uh, Sean (laughs) Shadoggy? I definitely fucked that up. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, you can bitch me out shortly. Um... And that was actually our first time ever hanging out. We'll go into more detail about that, but another person that I I love dearly and had an absolutely fantastic time at the show. And each of these three people are, you know, different in their own ways and have their own different takes on how the weekend went and how the concerts went. Um, But I, I was really happy to attend the show with these people and I really did have a really, really special time over the course of the three days. Uh, I will be attending next year. I'll be attending every year that I possibly can moving forward because um, it was just special. It was a special time. Special enough for me to drag out the old recording equipment and, uh, you know, talk for a while about it. Although this time not to myself. Except right now, which I am talking to myself. Uh, But most of the episode I am actually talking to other people, which I'm sure will come as a relief to my listeners who are used to just hearing me ramble as I currently am for an hour. So, thanks for listening um, and thank you so much again to my guests who took the time out of their busy days to chat with me about their experience at the festival, um, You know about this kind of music just in general. Uh, if you are a toronto resident i really cannot recommend attending this festival even if you don't really like this kind of music uh just go check out one day because you're going to see a lot of amazing artists and you know um make some new friends (laughs) along the way and if you don't live in toronto and you live elsewhere um go and see a screamo show sometime soon uh it's it's really it's quite the experience in a lot of different ways um And I think you'll be surprised by how much of a good time you have. So anyway, uh, let's just get into it. Um, I'll start off with Bob on Friday, talk to Veronica about Saturday, and we'll end off with Sean for Sunday. Um, And I will probably be going back to normal PH5 format uh, shortly, at the end of the month. Although, honestly, August hasn't been amazing either, but hey, there's still a whole two or something weeks to go. Anything could happen. Maybe the best album of the year hasn't even come out yet, and it's going to be just knocking on my door any second now. Uh, One can hope. So thanks, as always, for listening, and without any further adieu, let's just get right into it. PH5, the New Friends Festival Special Edition. Bob. Phil. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. You might. It's been a while. It's been a while, uh, but I think you might have the esteem of being the most frequent PH Five guest at this point. Sweet. So. Uh, my
1: badge.
0: I'm. I'm. Badge oh, I'll, bu- I'll, I'll buy you a Sunday sometime.
1: Oh, cool. I like Sundays.
0: Are you like a hot fudge Sunday kind of guy, or like a <laughs> strawberry?
1: Well, the better question is, is there a bad
0: Sunday? Oh. oh. Um, no, but uh, so, they're all yeah, bad I'll Mondays. We <laughs> oh. Went there. Garfield. Gar- <laughs> right? Give me some damn yeah, right. lasagna. Yeah, um, lasagna's good, too. Lasagna's great. Yeah. Uh, now, actually, coincidentally, like, I can't eat either lasagna or Sundays due to my lactose intolerance. Um, oh. But a, but a man literally. can dream, a man can dream, literally shit, yeah, it's, literally. it's quite... You'll shit yourself. Yeah, I'll shit, not only myself, I'll shit everyone, actually. <laughs> um, Line up, Go ahead. <laughs> in a Sunday. <laughs> right? A $5 right. admission.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, so, thank you for hopping on. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, as I mentioned in my intro that I haven't recorded yet, Um, I wanted to make an episode because, uh, you know, those PH5 people out there are starved for some new content. And uh, July uh, was just terrible in terms of new releases, so I didn't even bother. But um, this new Friends Festival was uh, such an absolutely amazing experience uh, that I, I would just love to talk to... All the different people that I attended the festival with, to just chat about what it was like for them, talk about uh, you know some some of the bands that we liked, some of the experiences that we had, uh, yeah. because I, I really I, I really had an amazing time. And uh, so, Bob, you were there on Friday, which was the first night of the festival. Right. Um. So I arrived and you arrived kind of around the same time. Uh, at around 9 o'clock-ish when the Young Mountain set was starting.
1: Yeah, I I went with my friend Mark and we got there, I think, just as they were ending. Right. So I didn't get to catch that set, unfortunately, as well as uh, I believe there was three or four bands before that that uh, sadly we missed, so...
0: Likewise. And I feel like a piece of shit about it, but you know what? Uh, I can't beat myself up too hard. You know, nah, life's too I hard, think man. Someone else did that
1: for you, didn't
0: they? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no spoiler alert.
0: No, yeah, <laughs> I know. Come on, man. <laughs>
1: okay, I'll save the goods for later. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um So, uh, I I like the Young Mountain set. I thought it was a, uh, you know, um, cool and interesting. Um, they kind of brought in. It was it was very like post-rocky screamo, okay. which is cool. Um Yeah. Not not my favorite of the weekend for sure, but yeah. a good like starting set to like kinda level set what the weekend was gonna be like. Um for me personally. And then later on I later caught up with you guys. Was it was it in Ostraka or was it with Life in Vacuum? Um,
1: I think we ran into you during Life in a Vacuum. Right. Um yeah. But we, should, we basically, like, the first set that we took in was Ostraka, which was on the main floor. Yeah. And uh,
0: they were pretty awesome. They were uh, awesome, man. They were heavy as fuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they had, like, a like this kind of screamo. Kind of reminds me of, like, early Jerome's Dream. Yep, definitely. It's, um, it's less about the, like, jingly, and loud, it's, or I guess that is happening there, but they have just such a like pummeling force, you know, um, that when the jangly happens, it's like so quiet, you know?
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah. Dynamic, if you will.
1: Right, yeah, that's a, a good word to sum it all up, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the thing that I found interesting about Ostraka was like the main guy. Apparently apparently they're like kind of a a big deal in um you know their their scene or whatever because I was overhearing okay. some people talking being like oh Ostraka's is a big pull. Um I I never heard of them but uh Yeah, me neither. But seeing them live I kind of get why, you know, like I can see why they would be uh, popular amongst people because yeah, it was just like balls to the wall heaviness and uh, Yeah. It was great. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of like emo and
1: screamo I find is very um, uh, saccharine, if that's the right word to use. Like, very uh, just maybe a little too like heartfelt. Whereas, like, they had kind of more of that menacing quality that, like I said, like Jerome's dream, um, I feel like it pulls off really well. Where it's like almost like
0: angry screamo instead of like sad screamo. Definitely. 100%. Um,. Yeah, almost, almost remind me of a little bit of, like, maybe early Converge, too, in a way.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, although I, I, I swear I can recall uh, Kurt Ballou saying in an interview once that he was just, like, not at all into the Screamo scene. He's like, there were not really any bands worth mentioning. from that scene, Which is always odd to me, because they, yeah, like, there, there seems to be hints of, of Screamo and what they do at times, but I don't know. It's kind of a shunned scene in some, some uh, eras and regions and stuff, you know, people kind of, like, looked up, down upon it.
0: Which is crazy, because, like, some of... And, and you know, if you want to be, like, gatekeeping on heaviness, like, some of the yeah. heaviest shit I've ever heard in my life is, you know, from that scene. So, like... Right, right, like, yeah. Like, open it, your heart to this shit, you know?
1: In some of... The, I would almost say, like, some of, like, the harshest or... Yeah, I mean, I, I keep bringing up Jerome's dream, but, like, their earliest stuff was almost, like, disturbing. Yeah. Like, the way the guy screamed, and, and that's kind of what Os- Osaka Was it o- Ostraka? I, I honestly, like, couldn't get the name down. Osaka, Ostraka? What
0: is it? I, 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 it's, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Like, o- ostrich, um, but instead of an itch, it's an Aka. Akka, Ostraka. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's my interpretation, anyway. I'm yeah, sure they'd love yeah. that interpretation if they were to hear it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, He, the the singer had kind of like a similar screech
0: to early drum strings. So. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And the singer, I, I always find it funny when, like, you know, and, and maybe this is like a weird thing to say, but fuck it, I'm going to say it anyway. But the singer right. looked just like a normal guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you'd see him and you would be like, oh, like, you know, here's this guy. He, like, you know, loves going out with his friends and, like, having a good time or whatever. And then he opens his mouth and just, like demonic shit stuff spewing yeah. out of his throat and it's it, like it oh makes okay me, makes me think of that meme that's
1: been popping up the past like year i know enough. the
0: exact uh, one i know the exact yeah. meme like
1: if this if this is what the guitars of the band looks like then you're gonna get beat up in the yeah pit you're gonna something.
0: die in the pit yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> it was that it was literally that
1: yeah <laughs> although okay so that was when i did notice that there there was more of a pit than I expected for this festival. Um, Yeah, like even seeing people try to do a bit of like the more floor punchy kind of tough guy, hardcore
0: dancing. crowd killing, yeah.
1: Yeah, but then it was, there was a little bit of that, but then there was also like, uh, and this was kind of indicating like it was such a younger audience there, was that there was a lot of groups of kids doing Uh, almost, like, dances and stuff and, like, group hugs and, you know what I mean? Like, dancing in circles and it just made me think of, like, oh, that was, you know, similar to my high school time in Newmarket, going to punk shows and we would mosh and then we would just, like, goof around and stuff, you know? 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It didn't have the... There was... There really wasn't a lot of that, like, tough guy hardcore mentality at the entire festival. It was very, like... We're all here to just let it out and have a good time, but we're we're all kind of supporting each other, which was uh, really yeah. special, I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the next the band that we finally caught up with each other, Life in Vacuum. Yeah. Um I I was just too like stoked to uh, meet up with my boy to remember oh, this yeah. set. So uh, can, can you can you feel me in and remember? And my memory's yeah. a little bit hazy of the weekend for obvious reasons that we'll get to later. Oh yeah, um so yeah they've been they've been around for a
1: while uh they're a local band, although I think the two brothers that make up the like guitar singer and drummer i I could be wrong, but I think they're from somewhere in Europe and they moved to Toronto.
0: Oh, I remember them now. I asked you if they were twins
1: no yeah I i don't think they're twins, but,
0: but they, they definitely look, yeah they looked alike they for look sure. like similar yeah,
1: yeah. um. Yeah, and I've met them before, like, really nice guys, and I think um, there's some sort of unfortunate circumstance that led to their basis not being able to do the show, and the way that they talked about it, it seemed like, it, I don't I, I have no idea what happened, but it seemed like maybe some kind of bad stuff happened. I have, I have no idea. They seemed pissed about it. And so um, local legend Scott, uh, I cannot remember his name, but he's actually, like, an awesome guy and uh, uh believe it or not he helped me move once in 2013 um so he uh, shout out to scott <laughs> he uh he showed in on bass last minute and i think he had to learn all the songs like within like two or three hours
0: that's crazy and
1: yeah i i mean if you're kind of like nitpicky and you know you have like experience in music maybe you know, like, you're going to maybe zone in and be like, oh, did he switch at the right part or blah, blah, blah. But overall, I just felt like he locked into every song perfectly and kind of brought what whatever the bass was needed for their set. Um, but, you know, those kind of things always kind of hamper a band's ability to, like, even just let loose and enjoy themselves. So I feel for them in that regard. But they were
0: still they were still pretty fun, so. I didn't even notice, like, bad this had happened yeah yeah that's right. Awesome. <laughs> so, and also <laughs> you I, heard them before? I hadn't heard them before, but i okay. I have this joke that I'm dying to get off right now, okay? So, um, shout right. out to Scott for uh, helping the band life in vacuum yeah. and uh, helping uh, your life in vacuum seal uh, when you moved. Mm.
1: I feel like you could have gone a little, uh, like, more mean-spirited with that. There could have been, like, a darker joke in there, but but maybe that's, uh, that's, that's a
0: whole other podcast. <laughs> anyway. I'm, try, I'm trying to have you back as a guest again, Bob. I don't want yeah, yeah. to well, go well, too next dark. Next
1: episode, we'll talk about what 2013 was like for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeesh. Um, yeah. Hey, to be uh, fair, it, it sucked for me, too, man. It was... <laughs> Yeah, it's like what it the world didn't year. end? That's a bummer.
1: <laughs> yeah. But now we're ten years on from that
0: and things are a lot better, I think. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So um, next up was Respire, who oh, actually wait, wait, wait. Yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. Be, yeah. Before we back jump, up, I just back up. I just remembered one anecdote. Um I they played a song, I can't remember what it was called, and and like
2: you know, no shit in the song that I thought this sound was great and it got better and better with every track they played, but there's one song in particular that
1: was kind of interesting and I remember I turned to you and Mark and said, this sounds like the, the evil version of the Sweater song.
0: Oh my god, yes!
1: Yeah! <laughs> and I remember you said, you're like, oh, okay, I, yeah, I totally know what you mean, and then like a minute later you're like, okay, thanks, I can't stop thinking about that.
0: <laughs> but you were right! And yeah, I'm trying to, like, what would the evil version of the sweater song be called? Like, what what would, like, what's an evil sweater? Like, uh... Um,
1: the hoodie, maybe?
0: I guess Is hoodies that, are kind of evil, like...
1: The hoodie song? That, that, we'll just
0: call it the hoodie song. Call the yeah. hoodie song. Hoodies are definitely, if you, like, want to put it on a, a scale, um, more evil than, than sweaters are, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 More,
0: um more like
1: serial killers or terrorists or um, you know psychotic criminals I think have, have worn hoodies.
0: Then than sweaters. And, yeah, and although sweater. the real the real freaks like rock the sweater though, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah,
1: you, yeah, you know, I, I don't actually have the facts or statistics behind any of this so I really don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't have a... You don't have the serial killer sweater ratio handy right now? For this bit that we just brought up Yo, like a I minute ago? I specifically asked you Phil if I needed any research this. <laughs> I know. <No. laughs> um, always setting up my guests for failure. Unbelievable. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, okay, so who's the next one? It's uh, Respire. Uh, oh,
1: Respire! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, so, um... I'll res- yeah, just just a quick mention and a quick shout-out, I guess, but, uh, like, uh, a large portion of the band Respire are actually um, the ones who organized this festival, so, uh, just want to give a shout-out to uh, all those people that were involved in making this festival, you know, it's, uh, yeah. it's pretty damn DIY, and I know it's grown a lot over the years, um, and, uh, you know, a lot of hard work that went into this. Uh, yeah. So shout out to those people in Respire that made this weekend happen. And shout out to Respire for playing a great set.
1: hmm Yeah, I uh,
0: I believe the two guys
1: in Respire that were part of, like, the New Friends Fest committee was uh,
2: Egan and Rohan.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've...
2: I've known a few people in that band, like those
1: two guys, and I think there's also Darren and maybe one other person I've met, but I have seen all their, like, previous bands over the years, because I think they were in, some of them were in Fox Mulder, some of them were in, like, a few other Screamo bands, um, but I hadn't had a chance to see them yet, so this was a great way to see them, I think, just, like, at their festival that they put on, on a big stage with, like, an audience just, like... Going off, for mm-hmm. them, so mm-hmm.
0: and they
1: played a really—I would say it was like a really beautiful. It was beautiful, for
0: sure. Chaotic set. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And this was your, This was the set where, um, I think there was some kind of some kind of issue, like a guitar string broke or something, and then people were telling jokes. Do you remember this? Oh yeah 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 yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. then that one guy, this <laughs> that fucking guy. Um, his joke was, uh, where does the penguin get it, buy a new tail when his tail fell off? Yeah, so, um. At the retail store. Yeah, okay.
1: But, a penguin? um, Shout out to, uh, Toronto based Finn Wolfhard. (laughs) <laughs> like no no shade i mean finn wolfhart is is a successful intelligent good-looking guy so I'm it's a sure... good thing to be
0: compared to yeah yeah exactly i don't yeah. think whoever whatever uh whoever this person what? <laughs> like whoever whatever uh <laughs> whenever spin, wherever. You know... <laughs> yeah exactly
1: um yeah no he and we ended up kind of running into to them all night
0: Yeah. Oh, I ran into that person many times that weekend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But they they told a joke and then we kept trying to tweak it because we were like, I don't think penguins would work.
0: And then... It just blew my mind. Like, how many animals have tails? Like, why was Penguin the go-to for this joke? That was the baffling part to me.
1: Yeah, and I I think that's why we tried to kind of we kept going back to them and saying, like, yo, try this animal, try that, and he kept shooting them down, and then, yeah.
0: Like, okay, whatever. Like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But you know what? We, we reestablished a rapport. Exactly. And we essentially um, achieved the goal of the New France Festival.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd I call in an acquaintance, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as friendly as you are, Bob. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> kind of a dick. Acquaintance is just too long. It's too many syllables. Right? These like New Acquaintance Fest? It doesn't quite roll off the tongue.
1: <laughs> new Acquaintance? I would go to that,
0: though. Oh, same. I mean,
1: 100%. Acquaintances are essentially people that are like. One step away from
0: friendship, so. Just waiting for that moment, you know? Where things yeah. can finally actually so click. Well, shit! Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. I might no. edit that out, I might not, we'll see. Yeah, you know. Um. So, okay, yeah. so Res-
1: Respire were
3: yeah. Respire like, was great.
0: Respire was great. That's I'm all there is to say about to that. See
1: them. Um, the strings, or the, I guess it was violin and horns, mm-hmm.
0: were just, like, wow, really beautiful, and
1: they had these amazing kind of peaks, with everyone screaming, and, like, the three guitars going, you know, it was, uh, um, you said it
0: kind of reminds you of, like, Godspeed? Yeah, yeah, like, screamo Godspeed, in a way. Yeah! Godspeed
1: like... Maybe a bit of like City of Caterpillar, like their oh,
0: older Oh, for styles. sure, yeah, definitely. Um,
1: yeah, and oh, and like also, I mean, maybe this
0: is a bit of a stretch, but do you know Remains of the Day? No, I don't actually. Um, so they're like
1: uh older kind of like I would say like melodic crust punk band with a violin player. Um, oh, cool. that kind sounds of great. Name. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, I mean the the singer has like a really. You need voice, so that might be a deal breaker. But yeah, definitely check them out. I think they had maybe just one album out that I, I remember being
0: really good. So okay, cool. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, um, but yeah, I mean, just again, like it's just something that was objectively great. Uh, yeah, it was cool. The next band uh, I I I want to say it was actually probably one of my favorite sets of the entire weekend. Uh, mostly just just because how kind of caught off guard and like surprised i was but uh yeah yeah. habak or habak i'm not sure yeah but they're from spain um so they flew in all the way from spain to play this festival They they haven't really gotten much coverage here in uh in north america so shout out to you know the festival organizers for bringing this band in because holy shit, they kicked ass yeah, they're awesome. They were heavy as fuck, man. Yeah, I would um, I checked out a lot
1: of the bands um, that I hadn't heard of, just like a little bit on Spotify before um, coming to the festival, mm-hmm. and they were the one band that I found like their recordings and then their live show were kind of were fairly different. Like I still dug the recordings, but they're a, a little bit like on the softer and more. Um, as i said like that kind of heartfelt emo style
0: yeah. okay
1: where live it was like almost like a little bit more like crustier
0: oh for sure yeah
1: yeah which is kind of just more up my alley i totally um,
0: agree yeah
1: yeah so i mean maybe it's one of those things where they have a new album coming out soon and they're kind of touring on it and it's like the next evolution which is always an awesome treat to see a band like just before that album drops you know what i mean
0: yeah, and I mean if if that is the case, like I feel like this new album might make some waves because like I I was yeah. really impressed. I was just like yeah, totally. this is like blowing my face off right now. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: And this is also when um because we stood pretty close to the front Yeah, and there was a pit just behind us and someone like Bumped into you so hard that you dropped your can
0: <laughs> oh, of beer, shit, yeah.
1: and it blew up like all over the back of my legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to go to the bathroom and like just like wash <laughs> all my legs and shoes and everything is like sprayed with beer. <laughs> like, my bad,
0: die. man. That's, that's uh... no,
1: no. Don't apologize. I mean, it's like the hazard of standing on near the pit. You know, these things I... happen. But it's just funny. That's all.
0: <laughs> and I think it's a testament to just how. Like shockingly heavy this band was. Like, yeah. I was clearly not gripping onto my drink with the strength that was needed for what was about to transpire. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I should have been yeah. hugging that thing into my chest like a newborn babe, you know? But I was just like, <laughs> you know, like I'll have a little sip. And then boom! Slapped out of my hand and uh all over you. Um, which sucks. But I mean, let's be honest. I also I I, I lost a ten dollar beer. So, yeah, who's the real true. victim here, Bob? I don't. Yeah. Know. Was it the new friend's lager? No, I didn't actually try um, that once. I. Oh. What? I'm. Oh, I know how. Tried it at all. I'm a strictly. I'm a strictly ale guy. <laughs> oh, like IPA? Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm oh, still shit. that douche. So. No, no, no. It I'm, I'm the, an IPA man's-
1: IPAs man. Or I, I don't know. IPAs, I, I generally drink IPAs as well. I When I went to, uh, like a little aside here, I went to the Doc Ellis to see Copperleaf and Bleeding Out and Andrew Nolan last night.
0: And oh, I how was drink it? And, oh,
1: it was great. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, definitely see, you know, all the artists when you can, but Copperlith have just kind of, I think this is their first show, so definitely check them out soon. Um, but, yeah, I just stuck to, like, the La Vista IP all night, so... It's a good but one. But with this festival, um, and, you know, this is the, one of the reasons why I could only make it for the Friday night. I had to go to a wedding on Saturday, and...
0: Yeah, I, I saw pics. Like, by the way. You look fantastic.
1: Oh, well, thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, um,
1: yeah, my wife is, like better not be hung over on Saturday morning I'm like, <laughs> yeah okay, okay. Yeah. like I don't want to be either that sounds terrible because we get to like take a train out of the city and everything um so I was drinking the lager just because it was a lighter beer of course and it was pretty good and it was also Perfect. you know it had like a cool label on it and all that
0: so yeah I mean I, I really should have I don't know why I did I just uh, yeah. you know I'm stubborn I guess ah, that's
1: all right.
0: <laughs> I'm sure your IP
1: tasted better anyways, so
0: yeah I mean I haven't been able to 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 have a drink in like since last weekend um, for the reason right. for the reason I I, 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 I will get to um, right but uh yeah no I yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know where I was going with that, but, uh, no, anyway. Well, no, no, it's, uh, it's a little hint of what's to come. Exactly. I just want to keep like, teasing it a little bit, you know? <laughs> Although, it's funny, because realistically, everyone that's going to listen to this show already knows. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, well... Maybe, you never uh, know. Who yeah. knows?
1: Um, but yeah, so, uh, Habak.
0: Habak! Or uh,
1: Habak. They were really good, and, uh, unfortunately, the ATM wasn't working and uh yeah like mark my friend who was with me he mark tried to him. buy. oh yeah he tried to like buy like i think a whole bunch of merch off them but they he couldn't get any cash out and then they were trying to explain venmo to him and he couldn't get it to work on his phone he's like i don't know what venmo even is <laughs> like yeah he's like how is this gonna work but um Yeah, I mean, hopefully if they have another album coming out soon, then maybe they'll tour again, and maybe you can get merch off of that way, so.
0: You know, this was actually kind of an ongoing issue all weekend, because on Sunday, uh, one of my favorite bands, Eyelit, was playing. And before they played, I really wanted to go and buy a shirt, because they had a custom Eyelit Toronto shirt that they had made specifically to sell at this show, and I just wanted to buy some merch anyway, because they're great. Yeah. But it was the same thing, like, um, you know, I didn't have any cash, the ATM wasn't working, uh, they were only accepting PayPal and Venmo, I didn't have Venmo, I was like, diddling around with my PayPal account, trying to like, reactivate it or some shit, and I, I wasn't able to end up getting a shirt. So, I would just say, like, if there's something maybe for next year, it would be, like, there's got to be an easier way for me to give these bands my money. You know what I mean? Because it was, it was a struggle. It was a struggle all weekend. Even when I bought a, a shirt for Stay Inside on Saturday, I had to get my friend to buy it for me because she already had a Venmo account set up. And I had to pay her back and all this shit. It was just, like, I don't know. I feel like that's definitely something that, uh, you know. Right, because from, mm-hmm. from what I
1: understand, um, you know, for these touring bands, like, the merch is, is such a huge part of their, like, income, you know? Exactly, um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that is something, like, you know, just one of the, like, little things to, like, fix for next year, because it's gonna keep going, it has to keep going, it's such a fucking awesome festival, so...
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, this is my first time at it, but i'll I'll be going to this. I'll be going to this every year for the rest yeah. of my life for sure. yeah,
1: I, I definitely would go try to go for more than one day next year. So, and Mark was saying he's like, he's gonna try to go to all three next year as well. So
0: yeah, and the value was amazing. I think it was like like a hundred bucks for three days or something like this. Like yeah, yeah. insanity. <laughs> You know, I think I think the
1: only thing, and this is me kind of showing my age now, is like, like part of the reason why we didn't go earlier to catch all the bands is we were like, man, I don't know if I can handle that many bands in a row. You know, <laughs> like totally, like yeah, because it's funny. Like, um, we got there right away and went to go find Cloud Rat's merch, and Cloud was Rat was actually selling the merch, and so we were just talking to them. They're like super nice. And uh, Madison the singer was like I asked her, I'm like, Oh, so you guys are on at twelve? And she's like, Yep, we're on at twelve Kinda just like, Oh great <laughs> I'm Like, Well maybe maybe take a nap, you know, like have some <laughs> coffee like yeah, it's all yeah. good. you got this, you know, like <laughs> we'll be there.
0: <laughs> so,
1: um, but yeah, maybe that's a good
0: Easy, like, wait, easy enough good. environment to uh, have a nap in, right? Just you Of know.
1: course. Yeah, just go under the stage
0: oh yeah exactly (laughs) let let the sound of pummeling drift you away yeah (laughs) um
1: but yeah cloud rat
0: great segue by the way
1: yeah oh yeah that's it's
0: not my first rodeo (laughs) Um, by the way quick aside quick aside speaking of it not being your first rodeo uh bob does have a new podcast out now called split Mm -hmm. your head where he uh talks about horror movies and he interviews uh different people in the horror movie scene it's a fantastic podcast uh would highly recommend checking it out um thank you split your head
1: yeah interestingly enough um the drummer of cloud rat was wearing a torso shirt uh, right Yeah. yeah and so he came up to to me when they finished and was like Cause I gave Split stickers To the rest of the band And they told him about me And he's like Oh yeah I gotta check your podcast Blah 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 We had each other on Instagram And I just threw it out there I was like Like I've never had A musician on before To talk about horror films I'm like Why the fuck not So I just said Like hey Do you ever wanna come on And just talk movies You know Like hit me up So Amazing. Hopefully I, can, I would My dreams to have The whole band on Cause they all They all knew movies And stuff I'm like That would be so cool
0: You should follow up, because I'm sure you probably forgot, what with, you know, the chaos of the weekend or whatever, but (laughs) I'm sure if you reminded them, like, you know, they seem like a really awesome group of people, and I'm sure they'd be down to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely follow up with that. So, Cloud Rat, headlining band of uh, day one, and this was a very special band for you to see. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get into that a little bit? oh yeah like um I kind of felt like
1: I got really 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 into them and really really into their last album in a very short amount of time cause like I I'd always heard about them over the years but never like got hooked into their stuff and then um their last album Threshold came out I think last fall Mm -hmm. and I wasn't on my radar at all and then I was hanging out with my buddy Mark um I was at the festival as well. Uh, it was at the end of January, and it was like literally the next day after my landlord um, threatened us with all this bullshit. It was like we were dealing—my wife and I were dealing with the housing crisis for pretty much like six months and this was kind of like the peak of it when it got so horrible and so yeah I'm hanging out with Mark the next day and I'm just so bummed and like I barely slept blah 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 and he showed me a few songs from that album and I was like what oh my god and then I got the album and just listened to it like religiously and it was just the perfect like medicine you know It was just so cathartic and I think it's the best thing they've ever done. Like I've checked out their other albums and they're all pretty good, but to me, like Threshold is like, like where my love starts for them. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, this point onwards, I think they're, they seem to be in like a place songwriting wise that's just like
0: untouchable. <clears throat> for so, sure, and for something. <laughs> I i remember talking to you kind of i guess around this time and um, yeah. you had mentioned the album and i mentioned that i had listened to it and it didn't really do anything for me but kind of your passion for it um did eventually lead me to revisiting it and you're absolutely right like i don't really know what i missed about it the first time around but it is it's special it's really cool yeah, um, yeah. And what what do you think it is exactly about it that uh like really connected with you during that kind of time of crisis for you
1: um i think at the time i was really mad and right. you know i maybe like this past year i've had a few things pop up in my life that's like made me angrier than i've probably ever been so i've been kind of gravitating towards more angry music and the thing about that album is that it sort of it sort of has like a perfect blend of like anger and sort of like these like grindy, crusty parts that almost remind me of like early Converge, mm-hmm. but then there's also these moments that are similar to um, Deaf Heaven's uh, was it Sunbather that album? Yep. And that album was like another album that came out at a moment in my life when I was like in deep crisis. And it was just like medicine. Like it felt like a waterfall of catharsis every time I listened to it. So I felt like this album was a perfect blend of those things: of like the anger and the chaos, and the beauty and the bliss, like all culminated together, moving like a fucking
0: freight train, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I I think they're like (laughs) no. I I I, waterfall of catharsis is my new favorite phrase, by the way. Um. I think they're a really cool band because, like, you know, it's it's pretty grindy, but, like, it it's, like, kind of weirdly experimental in a way. Like, like you listen to it and, like, I mean, you know, grindcore and, and this kind of genre, like, are kind of agnostic to song structures, but, you know, the the things that they play and, like, the riffs that they play and kind of the like the time signatures that they're working in are are like pretty abstract and it keeps the music really, really interesting and and fresh and not just kind of falling into like another bargain bin grindcore band.
1: Yeah, I mean, to add to that of what you're saying about like the interesting time signatures, there's something about um, the interplay of, of the guitarist and
2: the drummer, like his riffs, the drums, the way that they're, like
1: constantly changing tempo speed everything it feels almost like um classical music played by like a jazz band
0: totally agreed like the drums are like they're not just an instrument used to keep the tempo like the drums are just as important in like you know like the things happening in the song you know like they're, yeah, they're, they're yeah. not used as a backbone like they're at the forefront and like it's like a, all three elements of the band the guitar the drums and the vocals are equally important which I think is really yeah. cool
1: yeah totally yeah, yeah.
0: what did yeah, you think so, of the set?
1: I thought it was great I um I mean one of the issues I kind of had with the overall night was like the sound wasn't maybe as, as like, how would I put this? Like it, I found sometimes like the band sounded a little washed out, where like the bass and the drums were kind of a little too prominent. Um, and so I think with them like I went right up front, so I kind of helped with that. But I still felt like oh maybe maybe hearing them somewhere else would really like capture the like. The, like pristine chaos of their sound but regardless like they played an incredible set um the other weird thing was like you know standing right at the front of the stage every time i turned around i couldn't really get a sense of how the audience was taking it
0: totally agree. So, yeah totally yeah, agree. So
1: when uh, when they ended, they ended. I can't remember what song they played, but it kind of didn't really feel like a last song.
0: No, it didn't. Like, yeah. Okay. Just, just kind of ended. Good
1: night. Yeah. And it was it was funny because there was that guy <laughs> there that looked like he some kind of suicidal tendencies. Like yeah, I think he had like a bandana and song. Last the
0: goatee song. guy. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And and so when they ended, he said he's like that that was a little anticlimactic. So it wasn't to me. It was like wasn't bad by any means, but I just got this feeling. I'm like. Did something? Did they kind of feel like they were let down by
0: something? You know, and they just were like, "Ah, oh, let's get out of here." Well, I'm but wondering if it had, if they had to do to, with the time. Sorry. I was just. I'm wondering if it had anything to do with no, the no. time too, because they started pretty late. Like they're supposed to be on at twelve, and they weren't on until like probably twelve twenty or so. Oh, that's
1: true. Yeah, it could have been like, okay, well, they're telling us like we got to wrap up because the night went
0: late. Yeah. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And it's also like. It's, 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 I guess it's weird and harder music to mosh to because there's, again, it's kind of all over the place and there are no distinct, like, beats to latch on to, to, like, you know, move your body to. It's more of like a, you know, like a sensory experience that you just kind of take in. Totally. It it actually
1: kind of reminds me of Kralis in that way. Yes,
0: for sure. Imagine moshing um, to Kralis. Like, (laughs) yeah,
1: I remember the last time I saw Kralis, which would have been. I think we in like 2012 when I was like really, really into them and seeing people mosh to it or try to mosh and it was like, like what? How are you not? Like how are you able to move? I can't even. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in such <laughs> yeah. awe of yeah. music, you know? Exactly. And they kind they kind of have that where it's like, like I love music that makes me want to dance or like move around and everything, but what they do is just so incredible that it's like. No, I just want to stand here, like, maybe, like, bang my head a bit or, like, you know, pump my fist or, like, scream along. But, like, I don't really want to try to dance to this. I just want to, like, take it in.
0: Totally. I totally get that. And that's that's how I felt about it, too, for sure.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if you had the the same experience then, but, like, turning around, one minute you'd see, like, a huge pit. The next minute it almost looked like people were, like, deer in headlights or something.
0: yeah. Yeah. Confused. Like, you know, I've been moshing all night to these bands that have been pretty straightforward to mosh to, and then all of a sudden, you know, the headlining band comes on, and and the music's a lot weirder than I'm I'm sure a lot of people were expecting, and they didn't really know how to react to it.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I hope, if anything, the people that were confused had just not heard them before.
0: Yeah. And I'm hoping then
1: that they they were like i don't know how to take this and then they went home and then they uh they download threshold and then they're just like oh my god
0: (laughs) absolutely yeah i wish i wish i heard it before seeing them because then i would have known
1: that i've got like three virtuoso musicians just like fucking going off
0: (laughs) yeah and like i'm trying to frame this in a way where i'm not sounding like Like I don't want it to sound like I'm taking away from the set because the set was absolutely incredible, you know? But it was interesting to see how people, I guess, are so accustomed to reacting a certain way to the style of music Um, just be kind of unsure about themselves and unsure of how to react. And if you ask me, like, that's actually a huge accomplishment, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's kind of
0: indicative of, of like, a band doing something new. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, and uh, and I think if anything, it makes sense that they were the headliners. They weren't just like an afterthought. Like, oh, here's a weird band. We don't know where to put them. I mean, obviously they're uh, one of the more like well-known bands as well. So clearly Definitely. you put them at the end. Um, but yeah, just having them come on at the end of the night to be like, okay, so you've taken all these bands in. Now here's a band doing something like really next level.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'd say they gained a lot of fans that night.
1: Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great end to the night, and
0: then we took an Uber home. <laughs> yeah, and you went to a wedding, and, you know, life goes on. Yeah, yeah. and then you went to two more days. So. <laughs> I uh, suffered in the best way possible through two more days of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite day? Oof. That's a really good question. Um... Honestly, despite what happened on Sunday, I'm probably gonna go with, uh... I'm probably gonna go with Sunday. Um, the one-two punch of eyelid then Page 99, was just... I don't know if you've seen any videos of the Page 99 performance, but, like... a little bit. Holy fuck, man. (laughs) Like... Wow. Like, there were probably, like, ten people performing on stage. Like... Um... Like all the like, maybe not all, but like a huge chunk of all the bands that were performing at the entire festival were like up on stage with them. Like it was just, really? it was it was really 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 cool. Yeah, really. Uh, cool. Broken screamo scene. Night. Nice. No. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh! Nice. I'll I'll uh,
0: let myself. Have- and that, I think, Bob, is the perfect note upon which to end uh, okay. this uh, little uh, interview, talk, yeah. chat kind of thing. Yeah. Um, thank you for, uh, you know, thank you for, you know, letting me hang out with you on Friday. Um, oh,
1: what do you mean? Thank you for hanging out with me. It was, we had a great
0: time. We always do, don't we? We always we do. do. We do. Um, <laughs> are we going to that Frail Body and that other band show that's coming out? Uh, Usurp Synapse, I think so,
1: yeah. Great. we. Uh, Mark and I checked out some of their uh, like live videos, and
0: oh man, yeah, we definitely gotta go. Okay, great. I'll get my ticket yeah. after I record this. Okay, sounds good. Amazing. Okay, well Bob, thanks as always again. Um, just want to shout out Bob's podcast Split Your Head. Check it yeah. out uh, if you like... Um, <laughs> Horror, if you like, mustaches. indie in uh, <laughs> in
1: films. Like, it's not just horror, but it's, you know, I, it's almost like how, like, metal and punk and all that go together. It's like, totally, yeah. Now I find, like, horror and in, like, uh, independent cinema and cult films and exploitation cinema. Like, it all kind of goes together, so,
0: yeah. Well, go check it out. Um, I'm do. sure I'll have you on again sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. America! Oh my god. <laughs> now has anyone ever introduced you in such a fashion before?
2: No. Wow,
0: lucky you. You got the operatic treatment. The embarrassing treatment. I only bust that out for the people that I, I truly care about. You know, I, I only go into those octaves when it, when it really matters.
2: Okay, well I appreciate it then.
0: Anytime. Not any time, actually. It's a bit of a strain on the voice. Um, anyway... So, uh, hi. Uh, Veronica... Uh, Veronica, you know what? I, I actually have something kind of embarrassing to admit. Like, I I have, like, a pretty good idea of how to pronounce your last name, <laughs> <But> <laughs> Are you serious? I know, I've known you for... I, I've known you I, for, like, a decade plus. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it seemed pretty intuitive. Uh, Gorlova?
2: Yeah, okay, that's, that's exactly how you pronounce oh, it. Okay. I was hoping it would be funnier than that,
0: but oh well. Oh, that was a close one. Um, I mean, I, I, I've already embarrassed myself. Uh, but with the, uh, the high octave introduction, I don't think I need to do any more. Um, so I'm glad I nailed that. My point being, uh, we're joined. Uh, Now, by Veronica Gorlova, my sweet, dear friend who uh, was in town while New Friends Fest was happening. And a few months prior, I quite literally begged her to join me for at least one day. Um, Because it was... I knew that the festival was going to be an amazing experience. And while, you know, you don't necessarily love this kind of music, uh, I feel like there are a lot of aspects of the festival and of this particular scene of music that could connect and resonate with you. So, you know, I wanted to bring you along. And at the very least, you could walk away knowing that you absolutely detest this shit. Or, you know, maybe you realize you don't mind it so much. Or the more likely possibility is you landed somewhere in the middle. But, uh, yeah, um, Veronica is, uh, she lives in Vancouver, she's from, what is it, Milton or some shit? <laughs> from what? You mean Acton? Acton. What, I, Milton, Acton, Milton. I guess, like, I guess
2: Milton is pretty close, and if you combine them, you can call them Milton.
0: Um wait, is there no, no such place as Malton? Am I making no. this up? No! What? There's
2: no such place as Malton, at I... least not in that area of Ontario.
0: I don't I, I don't know. I feel like we're gonna get a pretty strong um whiplash or what's the word I'm looking for? You know when like people are mad at something? Is it whiplash? Backlash. No.
1: Backlash. I mean
0: whiplash. Fuck. Uh pretty strong backlash from the Malton PH five community. Once they hear that you're denying that it exists entirely. Uh yikes. Anyway, I, I won't share your personal info so that the Township of Malton doesn't come after you and attempt to behead you. The
2: imaginary uh,
0: township of Malton. Yo apparently
2: a medieval
0: one. Okay, I we'll see. We'll see. That's all I'm going to say. We'll see. We're not here today to talk about Malton and the, uh, you know, whether it exists or not. We're here today to talk about day two of New Friends Fest. So uh, Bob, who we've already spoken to, joined me on day one. Had a great discussion. um, And I really wanted to talk to you about your your experience at the festival because this is uh, kind of brand new territory for you um so uh as your first kind of experience dipping your toes into you know the, the heavy hardcore screamo kind of adjacent type music um how was your experience like at the festival um for the evening that we went as someone who doesn't typically do this kind of thing
2: um, yeah, I think you were right when you said it probably landed somewhere in the middle
0: <laughs> nice. um,
2: I, I definitely really enjoyed the festival it's um, I think the, the type of music um, at least for me hardcore music isn't something that I would necessarily listen to um, on my own time um, just kind of like in my apartment when I'm cleaning or anything <laughs> like that <laughs> it's a,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm having a hard time picturing that one, to be honest.
2: Um, but it is something that I definitely enjoyed at the show because I think the energy and the crowd and the, the environment is just so different when you actually go see it live um, that it is something that I probably would go see again, maybe not very often, but... Fair enough. Um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. And then some of the other... Some of the bands who weren't as hardcore I guess they called themselves like the softer version of hardcore which I think was golfer um and stay inside like I enjoyed listening to those bands
0: um yeah I was I was gonna say like we you actually kind of lucked out because day two had by far the most uh not hardcore bands like they were there were a lot of basically straight up emo acts playing like the ones you mentioned uh Golfer, um, Stay Inside, you know, has a lot of those, you know, kind of straightforward emo, almost pop-punk elements to them at times, and uh, Joie de Vive was pretty, you know, straightforward emo, so... You you really got kind of eased into it, I think, because I'll tell you the other two days were not like that. <laughs> it was uh, Quite I, intense. I went
2: on the right day then. I the day where I could actually hear and understand what they were singing.
0: Well yes, <laughs> you and know me
2: as a as a lyrics person.
0: As a as a poet, <laughs> in that fact.
2: Something I like in music.
0: <laughs> uh, folks, Veronica is a uh, is simply outstanding poet. Just want to throw it out there. Um, she sends me all of her work all the time, and uh, I always love reading it. I don't really read a lot of poetry, but um, Veronica is very, very talented. So I know I'd mentioned that uh, I'm not going to share any of your personal information. But if you, I don't, I don't even know how. The, how would people find? Like, is it available anywhere online? Like, if someone wants not to read, really. no. Really? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> never mind.
2: No, I. Uh... <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm really bad at submitting my work, um, and you need to submit a lot in order to get published, Um, and I've been published in a few places, but they're, like, you have one of those books, uh, but it's definitely not available online. Uh, I'm working on it.
0: All (laughs) right, well... Eventually, people can read it online. Yeah, everyone will just have to take my word for it that it's very good stuff, and uh, maybe one day they'll be able to find it somewhere. Um, so just keep the name in mind, all you big, uh, word heads out there, okay? Yeah,
2: all, all the poetry fans that listen to your podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's probably only you, um... Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. So, I think we're, we're, our bases are covered there. Um, so, again, I kind of mentioned this, a big reason why I wanted to kind of drag you along to this festival and to this show was because there's this really great sense of community in uh, the hardcore scene, the screamo scene, whatever you kind of want to call it. Uh, And I've been kind of talking about it a lot on this show this year. Uh, This year I've really kind of, you know, really become enamored with hardcore more than I have in the past, and a large portion of that is just because of how... um, how kind of beautiful the scene is and how it's it's uh, it brings people together and um, can really be a platform for um community and uh social issues and and things like this so was I right <laughs> like, like did you did you feel what I was hoping you would feel when you were at that show on that Saturday
2: yeah absolutely um it's uh i felt very even though this is not a place that i usually go to or music i usually listen to i think i felt very comfortable at the menu um and part of the reason is that everyone was pretty nice they um talked to you if you wanted to talk to them they kept to themselves if you didn't want to talk to them um which is unfortunately more than i can say
0: for a
2: lot of places you go. Totally. Um,
0: well you went and, to uh <laughs> you well you, you went to some like King Street club uh, your first night uh, in town. I imagine uh, it was like the opposite experience for you, right?
2: Well it, it's funny, I was gonna compare it to that.
0: I went to some bar, some overpriced crowded straight bar. Um, what was it called again, <laughs> like like Rosies or some shit? Do you I mean, remember? Isabelle's or something. Isabelle's like yeah, we're we're we're, we're calling friend. out we're calling out <laughs> shitty clubs here in ph5 we're putting them oh in God. their place
2: it was for my friend's bachelorette um i, I love her I'm, I'm glad i went but it was a horrible place um and the reason i say straight bar is because i haven't been to like a straight weird like club um probably in a decade um I came out as queer, like, a few years ago, um, and...
0: Wait, you what? No, I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) What? You didn't know? Um, and and since then, like, when things opened up in the pandemic, I've really just been going out to, like, queer bars or queer events in Vancouver, and I actually, the kind of environment that you get at a queer event in Vancouver is actually quite similar to the environments. um that was at the show, Um, I, yeah, like I just felt people were definitely there and looking out for each other, uh, which is really nice and absolutely the opposite of what I experienced at that terrible nightclub in Toronto, Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, a couple things that stood out, and I know this may sound really weird, but the fact that there was just, like, jugs of water, at the bar and you can pour yourself some water to drink uh, I thought it was really nice because it, it showed that like hey like we care about you, we know you're drinking, you probably want to stay hydrated, you probably don't want to get too drunk Um yeah. you don't have to go out of your way to pay for water. Yeah as opposed
0: um, to paying like $10 for a bottle at you know other, other festivals that I'm not going to name right now that were happening yeah, the same exactly. weekend. exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it may seem like a small thing big deal um and again like a nice signal that we care about you the fact that when we signed in at the front they had um earplugs (laughs) if people forgot to bring their earplugs which is a new thing that i learned (laughs) about hardcore shows is that you um you don't have to but you should wear earplugs
0: no sorry i'm interjecting here you have to this is something i take very very seriously as you know um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but for real folks please 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 wear earplugs at any show you ever go to okay it's not worth it sorry as you were veronica
2: no it's it's all good i, I think what i meant was like i guess you're not going to be forced to wear them but <laughs> of
0: course of course
2: highly highly recommended um and and the other part was with the the hers collective show um when Jenna was talking about um, every show kind of being like for trans women, um, when she was also talking about how if anyone wants to participate, like anyone who's marginalized, please come up to the front and allow the crowd to let them come up to the front um, because it might be harder for those people to, you know, like push through, um, especially when there's a lot of like tall, bulky men. Um, So things like that I think really Uh, kind of stood out to me and made it definitely like a community vibe.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm I'm gonna go a little bit off script here. A little bit? So, don't worry. Um, just because you had mentioned Jenna and the Hearst Collective, uh, we actually got an opportunity to chat with Jenna, um, once or twice throughout the night, uh, She was so lovely, like, I I, I really felt like she was such a genuine person and was really so excited to talk to us, and it was just so crazy, Like, like, when you talk to her in person, she's, like, very cute and sweet, and then when she got on stage, like, again, still very cute and sweet, but as soon as the music started, she just tore shit down, like, complete like, night and day. It was awesome to witness, you know?
2: Oh yeah, and that's the other thing that I forgot to mention, is the fact that we did get to have that conversation with Jenna, and then, um, I don't remember his name, but the guy from Stay Inside,
0: um, Oh, he remembered me he was... in the bathroom!
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, I think you ran into him a few times.
0: He remembered <laughs> um... me in the bathroom! I was wow. pissing, and he was like, Hey, Phil, and I was like, You remembered me in the bathroom! <laughs> i think the title of this podcast
2: should be he remembered me in the
0: bathroom i think you're (laughs) absolutely fucking right damn
2: (laughs) um but that was the other kind of community aspect to it where you actually got to speak to the artists um outside of when they were performing um and you also saw them watching other artists perform and that's something that i don't think i have experienced before at a music festival
0: absolutely yeah and uh bob mentioned that um in our chat too where uh the headlining band one of his uh, favorite bands in the band he was really excited to see on friday cloud rat he had a nice lengthy conversation with them and he connected with the members of that band via instagram maybe they're gonna hop on and join his podcast at some point to talk movies uh but yeah no that was a great part of the the entire festival that i really enjoyed just uh The barrier between the performer and the audience was was really broken down and it felt like everyone was kind of there together. Uh, It was just, uh, it was great! It was really, 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 it it felt, you know, there was was no disconnect. You know, it was like, we're all here together, we're all here. um, We have this one thing in common and it's the enjoyment of this kind of music. Uh, so let's not pretend anyone's any better than anyone else we're all just uh, one kind of big family and uh, I think new Friends festival is really like a, like a it's a, it's funny because you think about it and you're, when I initially heard the name I was like what like new Friends festival for a screamo show like seems kind of counterintuitive but it wasn't at all like that's exactly what it was the whole weekend was just filled with uh, you know, Vibes like that, so that's great. Um, what would what would you say was your favorite performance of the evening?
2: Um, I would say by far was the Hurst Collective. Um, nice. I I just think that show had so much energy. It was also something that I've never seen before. People just anyone who wanted to just going up on stage and singing, maybe yelling. is a More proper term. Yeah, fair. (laughs) Yelling along to the music, um, just going up and crowd surfing if you wanted to, Um, and then of course um, Jenna (laughs) crowd surfing from the second floor and giving us all a heart attack. Um, At least giving me a heart
0: attack. (laughs) That was one of the craziest things that I've witnessed uh, at a show for sure. Like I've, I've seen acts. In the past, do the whole balcony dive thing. Um, but this it felt really special this time because she she ran I remember I remember it happening and I remember knowing what was about to happen. She ran off stage and she ran up on the side, up the stairs, and I was like, Oh shit, she's gonna do it. And um, you could just see like the the like a sea of people with their arms in the air, ready to catch her when she jumped. Um, and I think that's what's different from any other instance that I've seen of someone doing something crazy like that, was, like, people were, like, jostling for position just to be able to help catch her when she jumped, you know? Like, just that sense of safety and wanting to help the next person, um, was really, really kind of established at this show.
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I even though <laughs> I was standing there, like we we backed away when <laughs> that happened. Um, and I was just standing there watching, trying to like calculate in my head, are there enough hands <laughs>
0: to catch <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we just can't be safe. <laughs> and she did it. Uh, and it was totally safe, totally fine. Yeah,
2: no, it, it was. <laughs>
0: And I, uh, but,
2: it, but it was wild. I've shown all my
0: friends that video. Of course. And, uh, like, if you go to the Hearst Collective Instagram page, like, there's a whole post about that jump and, and that night. And I, I just feel like, uh, you know, we gave her a great time. You know, it looked like uh, she had a lot of fun performing. Um, the wall of amps on the stage was really, really insane. Um, my personal favorite was Stay Inside, but that's because, like, I already have a big affection for that band. Um, one of my favorite up-and-coming bands, and it was, yeah, it was really great to just chat with the Stay Inside dude. He just seemed like a cool guy, and, like, you know, we- genuine connection was made, you know? Great band, by the way. Check out Stay Inside, uh, if you haven't. Uh, so you already kind of answered this question, um... Would you go to another show like this in the future? Like you said, you would, but maybe with a, like uh, some breathing room in between the shows, right?
2: Yeah, probably. I think the fact that it was, I don't know, when, we, when did we get there? Around
0: 7.30, Something maybe? like that,
2: yeah. And then the Hers Collective started at midnight, which, um, just for context for your viewers, I'm an old lady at heart, and I go to bed between 9 and 10. <laughs> Every
0: day. Uh, Yo, it's true. This chick is crazy. Like, I'll wake up, and, like, I'll already have a message from her, but it's like, she's three hours behind, so, like, it's disgusting. You're sick. And when I come and visit you, it's like, I'll wake up, and I'm like, oh, good morning. And you're like, oh, cool, yeah, good morning. I've been awake for four hours already. Like, so when she (laughs) says she's an old lady, she's not exaggerating
2: you can partially blame my cat who likes to wake me up between 4 and 5 in the morning um, but what was I saying oh yeah And the Hearst Collective started at midnight and so we I don't know we didn't get back to your place till 2 in the morning that's a lot of hardcore music for my first for my first time and all in a row um, so I think next time maybe I'd go to one show or two and <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: you know <laughs> definitely definitely um that's amazing uh again kind of off script question but um you mentioned that the guy that you're seeing now is into hardcore uh is he like so proud of you
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah a little bit he was i think i showed you um he he wanted he was so excited that i went because he wanted me to like fall in love with hardcore music so that he could show me all of his <laughs> hardcore bands um, which did not happen however
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't the love didn't them. quite go that far unfortunately
2: <laughs> I told him it was a little bit too much to ask for um, but yeah no he uh, he was super happy that I went and he also thought that video was kind of crazy
0: <laughs> amazing amazing Well, like, honestly, thank you so much for coming. Um, I I knew it was a bit of a stretch when I asked you, but, uh, you know, you you were totally game for it, um, and you were a huge trooper the whole night. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I had a fantastic time. um, And, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if we'll ever do this together again, but if we do... uh, I look forward to seeing the look on your face when other people jump off two or three-story high balconies. Because it was a great know, look maybe on maybe. your face. It was quite... Oh, God. <laughs> I'll never forget it.
2: Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll
0: get to the point where I um, go into the pit. I oh, the pit. shit. <laughs> um, Veronica, thank you for coming on. Um... Again, she's a fantastic poet, you can't find any of her work anywhere, so, uh, uh, you know, don't know what else to tell the uh, listeners now, but if you ever do happen to somehow come across some of her work online or elsewhere, uh, stop what you're doing and read it, because she's immensely talented, and um, honestly, like, one of my favorite poets, and and I'm I'm saying that as an objective party an appreciator of the form and not as a good friend of yours So, um, I mean <laughs>
2: here's the thing how many other poets do you know or even read <laughs>
0: uh, anyway so Veronica Grilova <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen um, yeah thanks again for coming on and uh, yeah I guess I'll see you in October
2: thank you yeah I'll see you in less than two months
0: can't wait Here we go! Hello, Sean! And I'm actually recording this time. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? (laughs) This is literally, like, the third or fourth time that he's asked me how I'm doing. Because I started the call, just like, you know, casual chat. And then I was like, okay, I'm recording, and then we, like, pretended we just started the call, and then about five minutes into it, I realized that I wasn't recording. Um, so thank you for, like, maintaining a facade of genuinely caring about how I am, even though I've put you through this bullshit for, like, ten straight minutes now. Oh, I just want you to have a beautiful day. <laughs> I am now, now that I've got you on the line. Uh, I'm joined here with my, my, my new very good friend, um, and, and this is actually funny because we did this whole thing already, but now I actually know how to pronounce your name, and I won't embarrass myself, uh, by pronouncing it wrong, uh, because Sean, so. Sean Sadagi, right? Was that right? Well, I would say Sadagi, but Persian people say that I'm saying it wrong, and it should be Sadagi, so... Right, Sadegi. It's subjective, or subjective, rather. And, like, I'm about as white as it gets, so I should probably lean towards, uh, the the pronunciation you, 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 uh, you put forth there. Well, your last name is short for Mayo. Ugh. That, that disgusts (laughs) me, but you're not, you're not entirely wrong. Um, I was saying... I wanted to mix, like, like, Shaw Day into your name to get, like, a... And that's how I did it. But, you know what, you'll get to hear that when you re-listen the episode and... Listen to me butcher the pronunciation the first time through. Um... So... I, I don't even remember if I already talked about this part or not in the part that was recorded, so I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna go with it. Uh, So Sean joined me on the third and final day of New Friends Festival. Um... And this was the day that the, the big, big headliner of the entire weekend was playing, uh, Page 99. And so even though we only really got to join me for the one day, uh, you know, a really good argument could be made that uh, you joined me for the best day, because um, even though we got there pretty late and missed most of the bands, <laughs> I still think the performances that we saw were just absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Um, so, again, like we'll talk about page 99 in a minute. Um, that was a really special kind of experience that we had. But uh, so we got there. I, I went over to Sean's place beforehand. We had some drinks. Uh, he smoked my ass in Mortal Kombat a bunch of times, although I did win once. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. You can confirm that for all the listeners out there, all four of them. I mean, he might have. You might have won m- I might have won once, um, leaning more towards me yes winning and instead of not winning, uh, and then we we made our way to the festival, and uh, this was day three for me, so I was admittedly pretty fucking exhausted at this point, because I, you know, I, I didn't spare any drinks throughout the previous two days, because why not, you know, when in Rome, um, but we got there, and I think I think we got there. Neither of us are really sure. (laughs) Uh, It was either Crowning or Coma Regalia. Uh,
3: I would say it was Coma Regalia.
0: I think so, yeah. And that was like one of the last acts of the night, like the fourth last act. And again, to be honest, I don't remember anything about them. Uh, I'm sure they were great. Do you remember anything about them?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was a fan. Like, I mean i didn't get too deeply into them because you know like you're just showing
2: up you're like getting your bearings i was like going around saying hi to people but what i did
3: hear i was a fan of and then i ended up checking them out on um instagram after and like i was already gonna listen to their music but then they had this big tragic post i think they, they recently like lost a member or something like that oh shit! And i just read yeah and I, I read this like really heartfelt like long post about this guy and like how much they loved him and it's kind of depressing to say but that sealed the deal even more I was like hell yeah I'm listening to this band tap me in there's some emotion here
0: give that to me I love that I love that yeah it was a um just a very emotional series of performances kind of throughout the evening and uh that's something you could you could really tell that all the bands that performed there um not just that day but every day a uh, very emotionally charged weekend, um, very positive, um, and that's kind of one of the great things that I love about this particular genre of music is it turns, you know, this this really negative emotion that kind of is the foundation and basis for Screamo, and it it, it kind of channels it into this positive thing, you know, this amazing music and most importantly, like, the amazing community and amazing sense of togetherness that all the, the concerts themselves really foster. So, uh, I, you know, that's cool to hear. That's cool to hear. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll check them out myself, too, so I can remember uh, what the fuck we listened to. Um, and then I think after that set, you and I, we went outside uh, just to kind of get a bit of a breather... Um, ran to my friend Chris. Shout out to Chris. Chris was there every every day as well uh, Kind of a slippery guy hard to hold on to he kept disappearing on me, but um, you know I got to introduce you to and uh, You know a little connection there. I think you know you saw his art pretty sick uh, You knew Hell some yeah. people that he could potentially work with so You gotta drop the artist tag if you're gonna say that. I I I yeah, I am um uh and this is me scrambling on my Instagram to find it. Uh, yeah, da, da, da. Oh, here we go. Okay, yes. Yeah, so Chris, it's a uh, black dot illustrations is the Instagram handle. But black is a V instead of an A. You know how like people love to replace their A's with V's. Um. So that's Chris. Honestly, go check him out. Very, very talented artist. Uh. So I'm glad that you two got to meet, and I think after that we went inside. You know, I think we maybe have, might have caught a little bit of a tail end. No, we didn't even check any of the Massa Nera vs. Quiet Fear set because I was a eager beaver and I needed to get ready for Eyelit, um, mm-hmm. and that's where we went. So yeah, we went to go get situated for that. Eyelet is one of my my favorite bands. Uh, they had a record that, that came out, it was literally, like, December 31st, or January 1st, um, of the year of the pandemic. And I just listened to that thing over and over and over again. So, honestly, seeing that they were playing the show was a big reason why I wanted to go to begin with. Um, what are your thoughts on Island? I know you hadn't really had any, um, exposure to him before, but having seen them now, like, what, what do you think? Oh, I loved it. like... I, uh, I did not know the performer. I mean, I didn't really know anybody
3: playing except for Sully, and uh, Page 99, and they killed it, like, I'm, I'm a sucker for, like, the sledging type of bands, so as soon as I heard, like, those down tunes, like, part oh, yeah. of the bass, like, yeah. oh, I was just frothing.
0: Yeah, Oh, same, I was frothing as well, although from, uh, different areas of my body, I guess. Um... But yeah, uh, it was it was kind of a, a weird start to their set for me because, like, I was right at the front, like, I needed to be there as close as possible. And I think even in the first song, I just got so into it and I was like, you know, like, had my fist in the air or whatever, and I accidentally, like, not very hard, but like, I like accidentally, like, punched this woman in the head. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I think I might have mentioned this to you, and I just felt so bad, right? I went up to her, and I was like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It w- it wasn't a hard, it was, like a, it was like a tap, you know, like a little love tap. Um, I'm not saying that she loved it, but you know what I'm trying to say. It wasn't very hard. So the first few songs, I was kind of like, oh, you know, like, I don't want to be that, like, dude at the show that, like, you know, hurts women, <laughs> right? So... It took a while for me to, like, get back into, really, just into the groove and the swing of the actual show itself, but, um, yeah, Should
3: I, I... Should've let her I... you and, like, repayment.
0: What's her what, sorry? Should've let her, get, like, dropkick you off the stage, like, just even it out. I should've. I mean, enough people ended up doing it later on in the night anyway, like, she might've. <laughs> yeah. Realistically, she <laughs> might've. True. Right? She probably caught her lick back. (laughs) Maybe she's the one that sucked you. Maybe. I wouldn't blame her. Um, but yeah, and I actually have this really beautiful memory, John, of you and I. Um, at the end of their set, they have that closing song, which I should remember the name of, but I don't remember. But it ends on that, like, groovy, like, kind of locked riff that's super heavy, and you and I were just there in tandem, like, banging our heads super hard, so into it, and what a what a wonderful moment that was, don't you think? Oh yeah, you don't get headbang moments anymore, like it's always like a mosh, or like a breakdown, and everyone's like mid-milling, or like stage-style, like when does anyone ever just like headbang anymore? Exactly. Like, I
1: actually had a
3: dope part that
0: calls for headbanging. Like, oh, like head but bang it, it called for it, and we answered. We answered, oh. I know everyone was looking at us like, I wish I had the capability to just headbang with with abandon like that, you know? So, good for us. Oh man, yeah. You just gotta live it up.
3: That band was really sick. I actually
0: just listen to him like all the time now. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I... I you know what sucked? Do you remember we went and talked to... Uh, and this is something I brought up on a previous uh, interview. We talked to the woman who was manning the... <laughs> woman manning the booth gender much, um, the person at the merch table, and I really wanted to buy a shirt, but I wasn't able to, because there was no ATM, um, couldn't get PayPal to work, whatever the hell it was, and I feel so bad, because they had these really special, like, Canada-only tour shirts, and I feel like I, like, promised this woman I was gonna buy one, and I just disappeared and didn't end up doing it, but... Oh well.
3: I mean, you tried, like, all the different ways. I've never actually seen a band using PayPal in, like, person, but I guess it makes sense because we don't have Venmo and we don't have Cash App and all that good stuff's
0: American. Yeah, in in, in uh, like, this was an issue, ongoing issue on the weekend. So, um, I mentioned this uh, in, in a previous chat that I had, but uh, new friends, organizers... If there's any feedback that I have, it's, uh, make it easier for me to give money to these bands, you know? Like, get a working ATM machine, or have some sort of system in place that, you know, people aren't standing there downloading random apps so they can give money to these people. I don't know. Just a thought, because I really wanted that shirt. Um, yeah, that's, true. that's just life, though, you know? Life's just like that. So... I mean, like, what even was that venue It I felt like it was, like, a church or something? It was like, the Lithuanian house. I don't- I didn't think I saw a single Lithuanian there. (laughs) I mean, they're in disguise. That's true. Now that I think about it, like, I don't even know what a Lithuanian looks like. So maybe everyone there was Lithuanian. I mean... Those are my people then. Right? Respect. it, it, it felt like a church. Like, I don't know what it normally is. I have no idea either. Um, but I'm, I'm sure they made a killing that weekend. Uh, what with, well, I guess I guess they're not getting any of the uh, beer sales or anything. So uh, forget that last comment. But anyway, so the uh, the grand kind of apex of the entire weekend, the entire um, festival, was Page Ninety Nine. Page Ninety Nine. So why don't, you, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about Page 99? Why don't you fill in our um, humble, uh, interested listeners on what Page 99 is all about?
3: I mean, like, what am I going to say that, like, well, I'm not going to say, like, it's just <laughs> one of the classics, like, one of the first to do it,
0: one of the best. I mean, they don't even like being called Scrams, but, you know, that's, that's what that's what it that's
3: is what I would say or hardcore punk whatever you want to say but they are just so dope they, they've been doing it I think since like 1997 they've been doing it yep. they've been broken up since what 2000 something like early
0: 2000s very yeah. early 2000s yeah yeah I just never thought I would get the chance to see them like ever and it's it's really dope because I find
3: with these old like emo and like scrams bands, like, even the post-hardcore bands, when they get back together after a long time, they still slap. Like, they're still good live. Like, At The Drive-In, when they got back together was good live. Mineral was good live. These guys, American Football, like, all these bands that are doing it again are just killing it. And I never realized there's, like, 20 people
0: in that band. Like, there were <laughs> yeah, so right? many people on stage. It's like Slipknot. <laughs> I was like, Page ninety nine, more like uh ninety nine people in the in the band. <laughs> Literally, like there was just people on stage. Yeah, uh, it was it was 49. crazy. And I think um like I know a lot of those people were in the band, um, but I also feel like there were a lot of people on stage that were kind of taking part in the performance that were from the other bands from the weekend. You know? Mm-hmm. Just up there and kind of like Like, some some guys were just, like, banging on tom drums. I know all this from videos that I saw after, by the way, because in the moment, I was not paying very close attention to what was happening on stage. Um, I think that's the hardest I've gone at a show in so long for that particular set. Like... I mean, it was good energy. It was. A lot of
3: the times in Toronto, like, it's always a gamble and trying to like if the show
2: is going to have good energy and people were so involved
3: they were jumping off the stage i was personally touched by how many people offered me earplugs because <laughs> yeah. i kept i kept getting the earplugs knocked out of my head by crowd surfers and then immediately someone else would be like here i have another pair of earplugs and
0: that i think was the first concert i wore earplugs at even though i've been to like yeah, because I was, yeah, like, was insistent about it. I wasn't gonna let you win without him.
3: Yeah, you know I appreciate that, but everyone was so warm. I was like, damn, everyone just got extra fucking earplugs. Like I was lucky
0: for sure, for sure. Because like I, a few instances throughout the night, mine got knocked out too, and that shit was loud, bro. <laughs> like. <laughs> We would have been sustaining some serious damage, long term, if uh, we hadn't had earplugs, I think. I mean, they started their set with In Love With an Apparition, like, that, like, they just went right in. Yep. Right into the, into the beach. A hundred percent. And I love that, uh, like, I guess they have two vocalists, but the, I guess, like, the more primary vocalists, like, mm-hmm. the big guy, you know, kind of like, Chubby or whatever. He's got a mustache and a bald head. Looked like a firefighter. It's like the only way I could describe him. Like a fire chief. But as soon as the music started, it's like he went right back to being like... 19 years old. And just like filled with angst. And just absolutely fucking killed it. It was beautiful. Literally. It was amazing. Um, so... I, this, is a, this is maybe like a little bit corny. But... You know what? I highly doubt anyone is still listening at this point, because we're uh, almost at the two-hour mark of this entire episode, so uh, I'm just going to go ahead and go for it and say it. Um, This festival is called New Friends Festival, right? And this was actually the first time that you and I had actually really hung out, after knowing each other for so many years. Um... And I, I really had, like, such an amazing time, um, you know, hanging out with you before the festival, hanging out with you during the festival, and afterwards, um, so, like, you know, my, my big takeaway from, amongst many takeaways, of course, from the whole weekend was, like, you know, it, it was a new friends festival, because, you know, I really feel like I made a, a new friend in you, so, <laughs> Hell oh, yeah! The real festival is the friends you made along the way. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, you know, I just wanted to take a quick second and uh, just give you a shout out because you know, um, you were great to hang out with. You were uh, very gracious for me, and uh, oh, inst- yeah, I got you. instead of pulling me out, which you know, maybe a sane, reasonable person would have done, which I'm glad you're not. You you can't, You just stayed in there with me throughout the whole set, you know, and um, we powered I mean, through. I did
3: take you out for a little bit of air, and I was like, you good?" And you were like, I want to go back in. And I was like, are
0: you sure? And you were like, yep. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, That's the kind of people I need in my life, you know, people who uh, will take me out for a bit of air, but if I want to go back in, they just jump right back in with me right so literally shout out to you appreciate you um you know you you might have saved my life (laughs) that night so uh nah that crowd was so nice someone would have picked you up if I did 100% 100% 100% um did did the page 99 set live up to everything that you're hoping it would be after all these years it
3: did and from the set list to the energy to fucking stage presence. Like, they killed it.
0: Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, So, next year, when this festival happens again, are you going to join me for the whole thing? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah. I've
3: always, like, seen this festival and I've always wanted to go and I've just always been like, eh. Eh. But, you know, this time it was really dope and it was really cool to just see that that community even exists and that it's as warm as it is like a lot of the bands were like making friends with people making friends with each other
0: like people in the crowd were just making friends like it was dope absolutely yeah it's a festival that definitely lived up to its namesake and uh just for me like lived up to all the hype that i'd kind of put on it like throughout the year like I was really looking forward to this weekend and looking forward to this festival um and yeah like as it stands right now easily one of the highlights of my year so far which is why I had to sit here for 90 minutes and talk about it you know no, I feel
3: that you Love something talk about
0: it that's right that's right so I'm gonna dedicate an entire episode to you next time around then in that case Hell yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Anyway, um, Sean, thanks so much again for coming to the show with me. Thanks so much again for uh, taking the time out of your day to uh, do this uh, little chat. I don't really want to call it an interview because we're just kind of like talking. Um, and, and Sean's actually dealing with a pretty brutal injury right now himself. So even despite that, He's here, he's uh, you know, putting his energy into being on this podcast with me and I really appreciate it. How's your foot doing by the way? It's good, man. It's good. I'm just gonna like stay off it for a bit. No fucking pits for me for like a week. <laughs> a week, okay. I was I was concerned how long that duration was gonna be, but I think I can I can deal with a week. Oh yeah, I'll be back. Okay, amazing. Sean actually injured his foot um, making gumbo which is arguably the most badass incredible way to injure yourself so shout out to you because gumbo is In incredible it's just like delicious injury you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta fight for what you love delicious Injury. I actually think a delicious injury is headlining the festival next year no I'm gonna just for their name for sure um, okay uh, well that wraps up the interviews the chat so thanks again Sean and we will talk again soon yeah man I'll come back anytime uh yeah so there you have it um that's a long-ass episode if you listen to the whole thing uh let me know if I ever see you in person And I'll give you... hmm, Maybe like a coupon for a few dollars off. uh, Some snacks at your local uh, grocery department. Uh, Once again, can't really reiterate how much uh, of a fantastic weekend. How much of a fantastic experience the New Friends Festival was. Um, Just want to give one last... Thank you and shout out to all the festival organizers. Uh, actually, I, I lost my watch on the last day at the Page 99 set. Uh, I was really going hard. And uh, on my way out, I chatted with... Uh, I believe her name is Vanessa or Nessa... Uh, about the lost watch. And the next day, I got a text. Or it was the same night. I got a text... From them saying that hey they found it. Uh, The watch was completely destroyed but you know they still looked for it and they still found it so just small little things like that uh, that really made the festival special and one-of-a-kind. I know that it's not a type of music that's for everybody but that's what's so special about this kind of festival is because it is for everybody. doesn't matter what you look like, doesn't matter what you like like, doesn't matter who you are nothing matters there all that matters is that you're there together uh, just really appreciating the beauty and brutality that is Screamo and all such adjacent genres so I'll catch you in a few weeks back to a regular scheduled programming episode of PH5 Uh, hopefully some good music comes out between now and then because, uh, August is still looking pretty shitty, but there's still time. Thank you as always for listening. This is your host, Phil May, signing off. Ta-ta.